0: time mayor he sucks
1: my answer with that would be yes and no
0: my tummy hurts and i'm mad at the government
1: Fuck Kathleen Wynne. sorry to uh to point
0: that finger at you
1: you're saying council wouldn't approve it and two you're robbing them of their their voice it's it's
0: he's already he's already failed to alter.
1: Welcome to the Municipals. I'm Matthew. And I'm Philip, And we're here back again. Back at it again. Wow. You know, I continue to be blessed by our podcast, by our success. So, a little bit of an update. It looks like um, I'm still going to be doing religious context when I can with This Time in the History. But it looks like this time in history is going to be making a comeback. Um, going to be probably interview format only. I was just reviewing a couple of messages before we came on air, actually. So one of the biggest hits I did uh, was on a story of a woman who lives in... Uh, <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure where, actually. She lives... Somewhere close to Sarnia. You know where that is, Phil?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, This is sensitive content, so I apologize in advance. Uh, She was molested when she was two years old. And it was a pretty big deal. And she only recently, uh, like, when we did the episode, she had only recently discovered it. Because when you're two, you don't know, right? Yeah. And she discovered it because... uh, Oh, not to get too gory into the, and I'm not going to do that. But um, see, I, I was a foster kid, Phil, and when you're 18, you're allowed to go to the Children's Aid Society, which is downtown Toronto, and request your file. You pay like I think it's 30 or 40 dollars or whatever it is, and then you can read. Right. So that's how this lady found out what happened to her, and she's been seeking justice ever since. And uh, anything that I can do to help her get justice, I, I, I'm all for it. Um, obviously, it's no secret I stand against uh, uh, anyone taking advantage of, woman, man, or child, especially child. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. And in other news.
0: <laughs> in, le- in a letter note. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm turning 40 tomorrow. Hell yeah. Happy birthday, my dude. So when this comes out, I'll have already been 40 for a day and it'll probably suck.
0: I love, (laughs) you know, the time, time warping with podcasting, because as we are speaking now, who knows what the future holds for 40 year old Matthew. And that's, (laughs) that's future Matthew's problem. But you know, when people listen to this, you'll have already conquered and you'll have come out the other side. You know,
1: You know, just real quickly, you know, um, first of all, I'll I'll tell you a cool joke. So for the last few days, my wife and my kids are like, you're 40 already, Dad. I'm like, no, I'm 39. (laughs) That's right. Um, You know, 40 is a big age. Um, I had a list of things that I wanted to accomplish. Some I got to accomplish, some I didn't. But, yeah, I think that everyone probably does have a list, even if it's not written down. Um, and, I mean, I, I'm going to have, a obviously, a list for 50. But uh, I, I'm proud to say that, uh, you know, I accomplished some things that I wanted to do, and, and others I'm still working on. I haven't given up. Um, <clears throat> so, yesterday, Sunday, so because we're recording and this is coming out on Wednesday, Sunday, Sunday, the 15th would have been my brother's 45th birthday. Um, You know, it's a weird time of year for me. So I'm going to apologize in advance. uh, If I'm kind of dark, I don't really know what other word to use. Um, Phil, I mean, I don't know if I, I ever told you the story, but Just real quickly, I mean, you know that I lost my mother and brother within 21 days of each other uh, in February of 2019. You know, I
0: I didn't know that.
1: So February is always a hard month for me. And my my brother's birthday is on January 15th and my mother's birthday is on March 22nd. So I feel like from like March 15th to March, sorry, from January 15th to March 22nd, every year it's like I'm in fucking mourning. Um, it just hurts so much. You know what the, 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 the worst part is, okay. I, obviously everybody who's lost their mother misses their mother, but it's like, I spend so much time grieving the loss of my mother that I, I don't get the opportunity to grieve the loss of my, my brother. Um, it's really fucked up sometimes, you know, it, it just, it just hurts. Oh, this is depressing.
0: You I know, have... Matthew, you know two things. A, I think perfectly appropriate conversation for Blue Monday, which I discovered was a thing. Like, tell me more. Uh, it's just apparently the saddest day of the year. I think it's a combination of like the amount of sunlight with like how cold
1: it is. Is that why you're you wearing like... blue?
0: Oh, this is like. <laughs> Oh, this says, like, I don't think you can read it, but
1: it's like, can't can't lose lose. with puppies and booze.
0: Hell yeah. And on the back, it says it, like, with a bigger picture. And at the, uh, I see. Yeah. At the bottom, it just says, assholes live forever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the second thing is actually, uh, you know, not to, I, I love to refer to things as lore, but, you know, to be very serious, uh, we haven't talked about it. Uh, I also lost my mom uh, in two thousand and eight and her mm. birthday is uh December thirtieth so I'm sorry you no know, no I mean listen we uh i can I commiserate with you I completely understand uh your feelings, you know uh it just those it's it, it's an interesting topic to kind of like get into today but yeah i I completely understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, sandwiched in between the two of those. Um, so I never knew my father growing up. And, uh, so I have three brothers that I didn't grow up with and actually one of them died in February, 2019 in between wow. my mother and my brother that I grew up with. So the first time I met him, he was lying in his casket. Wow. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'm upset that I didn't get a chance to know him, but I didn't really know him. So I'm not, that that's disrespectful. I can't say that. I, I, it, it does hurt. It, it hurts because anytime you have a family member that you, you don't get to get to know. And that's, it's, that's not under your, if it's your choice, then it's your choice. That's fine. But right, it wasn't my choice. And, it, and I, I would probably say that it wasn't his choice either. Cause I mean, I don't even know if he knew I existed, so we we have we have different last names. And um, listen, we
0: gotta—we're touching on it all today. It's a very, very personal, very getting into
1: it. And you've been quite active on Twitter. This I have. You're. Oh more, my god. You're more active than I am.
0: No, it's very <laughs> funny because, like, that's I'm at work and I've got a very important fob project I need to be doing. Or I work. And that's, it's like reprogramming everyone's fobs to work with the new elevator system. It's bullshit. No one's going to like it, but I got to get it done. And uh, instead of doing that, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> um,
1: so what because are, lots of
0: things are happening.
1: What are some of the highlights before? Because, you know, that I, I usually have a list of stuff that we talk about. But what are some of the things that, uh, some of the highlights you want to talk about just real quick? Well, fuck, even... Even just just today, in the world of, do you want to read some of your tweets?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs>
1: yes, let's do that.
0: You I'm just, I'm wondering, are they going to come out entertaining as like reading out loud? I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll give it a <laughs> shot. But uh, all right, you know what? <laughs> Chat along as I as I look to see if there's anything uh, funny enough.
1: Okay. Well, while you do that, I've got a letter that was written by all the new councillors um it's regarding it's a statement from newly elected city councillors on community safety and toronto's 2023 budget it goes like it's dated january 9th, 2022 everyone in our city deserves to feel safe a collaborative partnership between the city of toronto the toronto police services and residents is an important part of this however for too long the governments have prioritized enforcement over addressing the root causes of crime and violence which are poverty discrimination lack of opportunities underinvestment, and inequality decades of research and evidence has shown that increasing police spending without simultaneous investments in social and community infrastructure does not make our communities safer For more than 40 years, solutions and recommendations have been presented, offering tangible actions and social investments necessary to truly create a safe city. These solutions have been proven uh, in other jurisdictions, and many additional programs have shown promise right here in Toronto. The evidence shows that community-led crisis response programs, like the Toronto Community Crisis Service, uh, TCCS, that it works. Uh, TCCS has had great success responding to individuals in crisis and connecting with them Uh, connecting them with services in the vast majority of instances without police enforcement which allows limited police resources to be focused on crime investing in initiatives such as tccs should be our top priority along with the increased commitments for affordable housing mental health services good jobs climate resilience and evidence-based community health and safety under safe to the City of Toronto's official community uh, community safety and well-being plan, uh, there are a number of actions and initiatives currently running that show significant promise and could be leveraged and expanded. This is where further investments in community safety should be prioritized. As newly elected City Councilors, we are joining together to advocate for this year's city budget to prioritize investments in the social service, uh, social services that sustain and support the lives, and resident, lives of residents and promote healthy communities. Now is the time for real investments uh, that make our city more affordable, accessible and safer for everyone. Toronto cannot wait any longer. And it's signed uh, Amber Morley, Ward 3, Alejandro Bravo, Ward 9, Osma Malik, Ward 10, Diane Sachs, Ward 11, Chris Moise, Ward 13, Lily Chang, Ward 18, and Jamal Myers, Ward 23. Don't we feel powerless that so many of
0: our councillors have such good intentions, and yet we still feel so like powerless against the waves of the, the strong mayor powers?
1: You know, we've been beating this drum for a few weeks, but we're going to beat it a, a little bit longer. Listen, the I, horses died, but I'm kicking. <laughs> I don't understand. It, it's almost like John Tory has dirt on every single counselor, except maybe the new ones. And then – and he'll for, get them. For some things, he'll use it when it's absolutely necessary, and for other things, he, he he'll let it slide. But I, I mean, I, I I don't understand. So you got John Tory, right? Obviously, you know uh, Crawford's going to follow him wherever he may go, and so will Bradford, and so will Ainsley for the most part. And so will Thompson, because let's face it, Thompson's running out of friends.
0: You know, okay. uh, We'll get there because there's a few things from today has been such a today alone has been a messy day in like Toronto slash Ontario politics. But today was the first time I've heard anything from Michael Thompson. And it was just, we we'll, we can cover that later, but just. Oh, no,
1: you, you read it now. Yeah. Because I know the tweet you're talking about. Oh. Um. <laughs> Um he 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 tweeted something right and then um, I think it
0: was uh my buddy grew. Uh your
1: your buddy. Your yeah. buddy. Yeah, I like him.
0: <laughs> he's my buddy. Yeah. Uh he tweeted uh <laughs> wait, what's wrong with saying he's my buddy? Nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. did Thompson 37, so that's the Michael Thompson's Twitter at. Ah, uh, just referred to such bare minimums as warming centers and twenty four seven drop ins that we have lost and are now fi- having to fight to reinstate as golden luxury items in our system. Uh, yeah. And so I just I tweeted saying, "This is literally the first thing I hear about the guy since re election, including anything about his allegations." Good fucking grief! I think I've hit my depression limit for the day on municipal and provincial politics. Again, it's been a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. And,
1: uh, sorry, go uh,
0: ahead. I was going to say, uh, so last week I talked about, or I can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago, I talked about, oh, I think it was two weeks ago. I think it was with Kiri, where I talked about emailing, uh, really, uh, John Tory, Gary Crawford, Dolly Begum, who's my MPP, Bill Blair, who's my MP, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the Board of Health members, uh, Alejandro Bravo, Osma Malik, and Gordon Perks. Uh so last week later in the week we had another like storm really coming in. It was like rain, coldness and then storm. So I did I sent another one of those letters and that was to uh that was to that list, you know, John Tory, Crawford, Begum, Blair, uh Perks, Bravo, Malik. Uh and I want to give a shout out to uh to Gord Perks because of, of all the people I've sent an email to, Gord is the first office I've gotten a response from. And I think it's pretty solid, so uh, I might as well, I thought I'd give it a read. Why not? Awesome. All right. So uh, this is from Gord Perks. Uh, Thank you for writing and sharing your request that warming center availability be a priority. Last month, I, along with some of my colleagues on the Board of Health, called on city staff to open warming centers in anticipation of a winter storm. We also committed to request a review at the Board of Health of the city's extreme cold weather policy and ways to move forward that can provide better protection for people who are experiencing housing insecurity and homelessness. Uh, The Board of Health meeting is, that happened today, which is, you know, we'll get to that. Uh, It is the responsibility of governments to take care of everyone in our city, and above all, our most vulnerable residents. It is clear that right now, in this pandemic, all levels of government need to do more to fund and create housing faster. I assure you that the issue of warming centers and serving our most vulnerable neighbors is a priority. I will continue to advocate for housing as a human right and push for building of more social, affordable, and supportive housing. Thank you for being part of the movement to get us there, Gord. And I like that. I thought that was nice. nice. I mean it's I imagine it's mostly copy paste, but it still felt pretty nice to get that response.
1: It's always nice when a sitting counselor be, uh, makes himself or herself accessible. Um, but it brings okay. me to a thought, and I wanted to share this with you. So the police budget is being put up by $48.3 million. But there's not enough money in the budget to make warming centers 24 fucking seven.
0: Okay. I'm I, launching off that point, okay. Uh, sorry, I I'm trying to get my my good tweet segment to my uh. Yeah. Okay. So, last week we were talking about how John Tory was increasing the police budget, but basically refusing to talk any sort of evidence. No, it was on his data. feeling. His feelings. It was on his feelings okay. So today, he sort of he sent out what I would say is a congratulatory tweet. Um, today, we received a six-month evaluation report on the implementation and operations of the Toronto Community Crisis Service pilots, which detailed that the pilots have successfully diverted seventy-eight percent of the one thousand five hundred thirty mental health crisis calls received by nine-one-one with no police involvement. John Tory,
1: are you admitting something about the Toronto Police? I mean, there's your evidence, right? That's evidence. Yes, that's evidence. (laughs) I know, I know.
0: Matthew, I know. I'm so mad. It's evidence. Okay, and so uh, I retweeted that with the caption. uh, This better be funded with the Toronto police budget. (laughs) Um, Now I'll have you know, most people have uh, confirmed to me that that is not the case. I saw that. But like, it's literally, that's evidence. John Tory. It's, you did something that probably was not within your ideological purview. It worked out. Evidence. Fund that. With, again, the police budget. You just talked about how the police weren't involved with them. And it was a success. You know? Yeah, but
1: but then he's got to go against his feelings. I, I know his feelings
0: are very important. That we don't hurt them. We did elect yes. him after all. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I am give me sound bites. I am not happy with that man. So, <laughs> that's my my very laissez faire. We'll, I'm not happy we'll, with that. Man. We'll come
1: back to him for, for. We'll come back to him in a minute. But I wanted to to. You probably you may you may have heard of this story, but I, I wanted to make you aware of this so you can go off on this guy. So this is where we talk municipal politics, but for a minute we're going to move off of that and we're going to talk about something that happened in San Francisco. Ooh, international baby! So international pals, are you familiar? Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> are you familiar with? So there's a there's a tweet uh, that went out by some guy, um, and there's a picture of a guy named Collier Gwyn. He's the owner of a San Francisco art gallery. Oh called yes. Foster Gwyn, and he was hosing down a homeless woman in the cold. Fuck that guy!
0: Fuck that guy! Fuck that guy! And then he immediately had police presence. Fuck that guy. Well, like, sorry, I'm sure it was a thing. Like, I only
1: saw the picture. Do you have any more info on what happened? Oh, uh, okay. Well, so I saw the
0: video of him actually doing it, which is like, fuck, I don't know how you see that. And you're just like, chill, like, so disgusting. And at the same time, like, I know a lot of people make this commentary, but the person recording too, like, why are you recording? Do something. (laughs) Like... I mean, no, like, I guess it's important that we see the cruelty of these people, but at the same time, holy shit, you could have just done something. And then... Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Like, there's no justification. Like, I've... You know, you'll see some of those random internet commenters who are just like, "Oh, what is he supposed to do? Nothing. Not that. I don't know. Like, there was you you don't even have to, you don't have to feel sorry for homeless people to simply leave them alone.
1: You know, they're, they're already down on their luck by, by a virtue of having to sleep on the street. You know, I've been doing a lot more downtown deliveries uh, uh, these past few weeks and I am seeing it every day. It breaks my heart. I, I feel like a piece of shit because I feel like I could do more, but I don't, or I can't because I'm I'm working. And I just wish there was more that I could do. That's a shitty thing to say, you know, Um, but I I just wish there was more that I could do.
0: I feel like that was... I mean, obviously one of the cruxes of my wanting to run for city council was that in my in my current position, I there I feel like there's nothing I can do. And being in a position of power, it made me think that maybe there was then something I could do. You know what I mean? It really was just like and we remember there was that story. I can't remember if we talked about it on the show. It was the eight the eight teenage girls who like swarmed uh, the homeless man and murdered him.
1: I think you, you mentioned it in passing, but we didn't really get into it. Do you want to, for the listeners, do you want to uh, tell the, do, do you have, do you remember the story? I, I do want to
0: find the guy's name because I, I feel like it would be disrespectful to just, cause his name has come out. I, uh, I just, Oh, how am I going to find that? Um but my understanding was they just they swarmed him for booze. That was my my understanding. And the thing is, the way the the, the the forces in our, I say forces, that sounds very nefarious, but like the way in society we have dialogue around homeless people and we sort of we sort of we demonize them. we it's not about, that they're vulnerable and hurt people. It's that they're bad people for some reason, and we demonize them in the media and in how kind of throwaway they are in, in shows and stuff. And that those kind of forces, those conversations where we just kind of like look at them with disgust, opens the door for people to dehumanize them this way to make their life worthless
1: it's just sad and you know going back to what you said about about your one of the reasons you wanted to run I I agree with you I I I mean I'll say it I have no problem calling him out on his bullshit I believe if John Tory wanted to do something about the on-house situation in the city of Toronto that he would
0: uh, I feel like uh, Jenny Warden, she says it often, and I know it's someone else's quote, but it's you know uh, something about show me your budget and or show me your priorities, something like that. And it's like that is that is John Tory's Toronto. He shows us his priorities year after year, you know, cut after cut to to shelters to our community services now right now uh service cut to the TTC service cut with a fare increase like who is he making the city for like it's just it's degrading right in front of our eyes. God, Absolutely. I'm like on the fucking pulpit.
1: Absolutely. And you know what? It makes you ask the question who does he work for? Because I thought he worked for the citizens of the city of Toronto. But maybe, maybe he's just the puppet and maybe it's Rogers.
0: It Like, how can we just not, I feel like we've gotten a a couple of these integrity reports that essentially like say, Oh, the thing you're complaining about. Yeah, that's real, but it's fine. You know, like that's, I feel like that's sort of the gist we got from like the blue Jays uh, integrity report with the active TO shutdown. And I, I get the sense that I I think we're gonna get an integrity complaint coming through uh, regarding uh, the robocall in uh, Scarborough Southwest um, with uh, with John Tory basically with you remember that the the Gary Crawford he called up for his buddy, He's like Gary Crawford is my man he's getting losing close to Kevin Rupert thing even though Kevin was like third or whatever.
1: Yes, I heard about the robocall.
0: Yeah, so I'm sure that'll be the next integrity commissioner complaint thing. And I got to be honest, I just, I don't have high hopes that they'll do anything about it. So it's sort of like, how can we, how could we have hope in our like institutions when it feels like the, it feels like the conclusion is foregone. Like it's just
1: assumed
0: and they'll like, they'll get to the point as they're talking. They're just like, oh yeah, you're right. That happened. Not a problem.
1: It's almost as if we're playing the game Clue and you actually have to catch him in the kitchen with the knife or the broom or the, whatever the fuck he's using. And you have to catch him in the act.
0: Small interlude, Matthew. Uh, I don't know if you remembered last week you said we were going to play a game this week. Oh, we are. Oh, good. Cool. Now, uh, <laughs> this is my quick interlude game uh, as a joke I brought up with uh, with my wife. And that is a what I think will be a particularly fun uh, fuck Mary kill
1: for the Toronto City Council.
0: No, oh, (laughs) for uh, well, for the three levels of our government. So, John Tory, Doug Ford, Justin Trudeau, baby,
1: you're really putting The
0: the. Sorry, the problem is the fuck. The fuck answer is easy. You're really putting me
1: in a bad spot. Uh, (laughs) I love this game. So good. Of course, everyone knows we're joking. We're not going to kill anybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, parody, parody in Minecraft. In Minecraft. uh, (laughs) Asterix, asterix. I I don't have the hand-eye coordination to put a protective screen on my Nintendo Switch, much less murder someone. So let's just... Keep that in mind. Uh,
1: um, I'd marry Doug Ford, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess I'd fuck Justin Trudeau.
0: Well, listen, that's the that's the
1: correct answer. And it I, is
0: the correct answer. I guess
1: I'd, I'd kill John Tory. Joke. Everyone, <laughs> that's a joke. You know, in,
0: in Minecraft uh, parody, parody. <laughs> um, God, you know, because what about you? Again, I I do think <laughs> you know. Sorry, fuck, Dustin Trudeau. It's true, and you know, and really that the whole spectrum of you know both the protesting way and what we're talking about here. It's perfect. It's full circle. Um, as for murder and Mary. <laughs> You said Jesus. kill. You said kill, not murder. That's oh, those, those
1: are two different things. <laughs> wow,
0: that's dark. I went, <laughs> I went more extreme. Oh, Matthew got easy mode. You just, you just have to like trip them over the stairs and let them fall to their own thing. I have to strangle them with my bare hands. Parody, satire, asterisk. Please, RCMP, do not come to my house. I'm not doing shit. I mean, you'll probably catch me in the back smoking, but like. <laughs> no, it's fine um, It's weed is legal now <laughs> That's right, that's right. <laughs> And that I will be way less Capable of murdering in those <laughs> In that scenario So Mary You know I feel like okay you know what I think I might have to marry John Tory I think it might be a I can fix him situation You know like like a bad, a bad boyfriend. You can fix him, but Doug Ford, I think he's beyond. I think he's too far. I think he has to parody parody. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh. I'm well, so we'll, excited we'll, by that. That was great.
1: We'll save my game for for the last. <laughs> um, I promise you, it'll be worth it. And then I uh, actually thought of a different game if uh we can uh, uh play it in 2 weeks or whatever because next week with Philip's Phillips' blessing we are going to have columnist Nick Kosovan right here on the municipals my best friend we we're going to get we're going to we get a very good it. relationship me and Nick You know what he and I did an episode together where we fantasy booked the, the that's, what they, that's a wrestling term fantasy booking the territory we fantasy booked Toronto City Council so I'm going to go back and listen to that episode and I encourage all the listeners to do so and you do that by going on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts except Apple, fuck Apple <laughs> and uh, look up this time in history and scroll down to I can't remember what episode it is but it's called the million dollar question with Nick, with Nick Kosovan, and watch that. Uh, watch that. Fuck. Listen to it, <laughs> and you'll see our picks. Uh, I believe we say who we want to win and who we think will win. Ah, that's a very good distinction. Yes, unfortunately. So I look forward to that. Um, and uh, yeah, with that, I want to move on to talking about Toronto obviously (laughs) um there is a thing here i don't know if you saw it but toronto was ranked ranked seventh globally in the world and first in canada for worst traffic with commuters losing an average of 118 hours on uh, on greater toronto area roads and highways To congestion in 2022. Let me stop because I know what you're going to say, suckers, because you don't have a car. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) Um. What do you you have to say about? being seventh i will i will tell you the other six that are worse than us okay. but i, I want to get your thoughts but we're first.
0: we're the worst in canada though
1: worst in worst in canada
0: are the rest the US sorry no or no no no, some... no, no. Oh.
1: we're first for the worst yes we're worst in canada
0: <laughs> okay um first of all i i was concerned you were going to do one of those like lists where we're like number one in happiness and like productivity. And I, I really don't like those, those lists because I, I feel like those lists come from like liberal politicians. Anytime you try to criticize anything going on in the country, uh, you know, you're like, man, I'm frustrated by this. And someone will be like, oh yeah, well, this ranking that we're number one in the world says otherwise. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't address my issue. So I'm I'm glad that you're not, that you weren't going in that direction, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, it doesn't surprise me in a, in a weird way because we, we induce traffic, right? We don't do anything to, uh, slow it down. We don't, we don't do anything to encourage better driving.
1: Can Um, I ask, can I ask you something? Do you think the war on the car is bullshit? I do. It's just, I, a tag, I, it's just a tagline
0: I here's here's the thing I and I, I feel like a lot of people I feel like there's a lot of conversation around a lot more, I want to say progressive ideas. Like we hear about stuff like defund the police and BLM and all this stuff. It's in like the mainstream. you know what I mean? But for example, I, I hope I can make this make sense at the end. We talk about defund the police in the mainstream, but it has not happened anywhere, nowhere in North America has the police been defunded. So it's so I feel like it's the same thing where we talk about how we want safer streets, you know, bike lanes, um, you know, lower speed limits. I want to say from progressives, they want that sort of stuff like more traffic calming. Uh, more protection for vulnerable road users, you know, pedestrians, cyclists, that stuff. But I feel like the people who make these accounts, these, like, anti-war on car-like stuff, I feel like they exist in this alternate reality in, in their brains where these policies have taken over the roads, and there's, like, there's there's no place for cars anymore, but that's fundamentally not true like all of our infrastructure decisions center around the personal vehicle yeah you know that's that's the way i see it and so i see this war on war on car thing and it's it's just bullshit because we're still we're just we're just trying to get we're just trying to get protections for vulnerable road users it's not about preferential treatment it's not about removing cars entirely from the roads but it's just about making it so they're not the sole
1: priority I understand all that you know, and it does not help when um, you have major construction going on and they're bottlenecking the roads to one lane each way and some idiot who thinks he's smart uh, changes the, the, the light to make the light go quicker I, I don't understand that so you're bottlenecking it, which means traffic's building up, and you're going to shorten the light. So then, that's how you create traffic.
0: <laughs> it messes
1: with everything.
0: Like King Street in particular is really is really tight. When you're <laughs> there's a part where it's like between Young and uh, I want to say yeah, like Young and Sherburn. I thought that was the King Street uh, corridor it's not apparently i got i got told that it wasn't i but, thought it
1: was i thought it was west of young that's the the yeah the it pilot. is yeah the one you can't drive through i, I yeah, was because yeah, ra- yeah. i was around i was there this morning <laughs> i was like oh Again, fuck
0: your got- your place is i think very close to where i work we could probably work something around there but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and it's just like you'll see the the streets are very the side streets like when you're you're turning down say george street to get to front and george goes but- all the way to front yeah, yeah oh yeah george oh george is very weird because there's a park that
1: splits it up in the middle there you go that's why, what- because i yeah. remember i used to do uh, um real quick i used to do a delivery to the shelter on george street and um i would obviously take my keys no offense but If I (laughs) lose, if somebody takes the work truck, I'm fired. Right. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, so I used to, uh, go, um, ah, fuck. I can't remember, but I would go, I would find George street at the bottom where the park is and go up past Dundas and then, uh, go up to the, to the, uh, shelter and do the, do the delivery and then go on with my day. But yeah, um, I had no idea George Street went down to front. Sorry about that. No, it's just, it is, it's a very strange street. Like, it's
0: um, it's at Queen. It's Queen is the other side, and George continues. Uh, and then it hits front, and then it turns into George Street South, which is really fucking weird. And uh, I don't want to dox uh, where I work, but it happens to be the exact same. It's very interesting. It's the exact same number address. I am essentially doxing myself as the University of Toronto. Uh, the University of Toronto is. Oh fuck! No, nope, never mind. I'm. I need to shut up now. I'm. Yes. I'm on the verge of doxing myself. It's like I want to explain how people end up at my place of work when they want to go to the University of Toronto. I am just never mind. That's you
1: know fine. No, no, no. It's it's this it's, didn't, this it's, didn't it's, happen. It's, it's it's all good. Um. <laughs> No when I honestly, when I used to be a security guard, I worked at Simcoe place uh, I, I can say that now because it's been over ten years. Um, and they were very clear. they're like if you have to call for emergency services, remember it's 250 or or whatever it was I think it was 250 200 whatever the fuck West, 250, west, west, not east. if you send them east, they're they're gonna go that way. it's gonna be <laughs> west. and I'm like, okay, I understand. Oh, yeah. Um, so do you want to hear the six that are at least worse than us? Yes, I do. Some of these are interesting. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Some, one, yeah, yeah, you, you'll see. Okay, so sorry, let's do the top 10. So Philadelphia is number 10. Uh, Monterey is number nine. Where's is that? Monterey? No, no, Mont- Monterey. M O N T E R R E Y. I think that's not in the North America.
0: Oh, damn it. I thought this was entirely North America.
1: Oh, wait. Uh Oh, it's Mexico. There
0: you go. That's North America. All right. Okay, sorry.
1: Before I go on, I just saw this other blurb it says in north america specifically toronto is third worst behind only oh, sh- chicago and boston oh shit okay so sorry getting where's the new york getting back to so monterey was number nine new york city's number eight toronto's number seven and then how where's the uh, new york uh because they've got a fucking awesome subway system <laughs> Fuck. We try uh, some place called Pal- Palermo, P A L E R. That's gotta be Mexico too. Oh, Italy! What? Oh, there you go. Or oh, maybe I spelled it wrong. Oh yeah, yeah
0: you, oh you're right. You said it was the world, so I yep. guess that's Italy. Yeah,
1: the fifth worst in the world, Bogota. Ooh. Bogota Isn't that where your godfather's from? What's his name? Gil Penalosa Is
0: he from Bogota? isn't it Bogota? Uh
2: you
0: know
1: what? That is Colombia. Bogota is in Colombia, yeah. So sorry, Bogota is uh that's where he came from, no? Uh Let's see, Gil, Tell me
0: about there. We go. No, don't tell me about his services. Tell me where he's from, Guillermo. I didn't. Okay, ha- but, I no, actually never was, looked into it. But that whole, but
1: that whole scandal thing is from Bogota. No.
0: Yeah, oh, that's that's
1: right. Yeah. Yes. That sounds true. <clears throat> okay, so fourth worst is Boston. Third worst. That's weird. Is Paris. Seriously? Yeah. Second, second worst is Chicago. Okay, the, that doesn't surprise me. Worst in the world, London.
0: Does that surprise me? I wonder if it does. It doesn't surprise
1: think... me. They drive on the wrong side of the fucking road. <laughs> That's right. They don't know any fucking better. Idiots. God. God.
0: Can't do anything without their queen, so they drive on the wrong side of the road. I think it I, might be order of operations wrong here, but...
1: Let me ask you something. Theoretically, I have no knowledge of this, but it's something that just popped into my head. Say say you or I went on vacation and we went went to London. Our driver's licenses are good there? Because they drive on the wrong side of the fucking... Every, it's like you know, everything's flip-flopped.
0: That's a very... That's a good point, but I'm pretty sure they are because uh, my dad, I think in 2007, they went on like a... Yeah, my parents went on, like, a European trip, and they rented cars, and it's not like you go to a new place and get relicensed wherever you go, so they must be good, but you would think that would be, that would mess you up.
1: It would. You know, they do sell cars where the, uh, here, I've seen them around, they're not very popular, they're actually rare, but... Where the the steering wheel and everything the driver's side is actually on the passenger side. I've seen that, and um, even doing that here that would be fucked up because it's all about when you're driving. It's all about depth uh, depth perception, and you're so right. used to it being on one side, and then when you put it on the other side, it's kind of fucked up.
0: Yeah.
1: Someone listening to this who like travels a lot will just be like,
0: "These guys are fucking idiots." <laughs> but like, I completely agree with you. That seems like it would be. A huge deterrent. Absolutely. Also, they've got, they've <clears throat> got both. They drive on the wrong side. Their wheels on the wrong side of the car, and they've got roundabouts. I feel like you know, if you're not from there, that's a death trap.
1: You're just you know murdering someone or yourself. Oh fuck! We got roundabouts. They're just not in Toronto.
0: <laughs> I can't escape the city, so I, I can't experience <laughs> any of the
1: wonders. Oh. So, um. I wanted to just read off some information that I found. I just have to fucking find it. Hold on one second. Because I had it here, and then it's gone. Wonders never cease. Where the fuck is it? Here it is i got some other ideas. I can't wait, you know, um, for future shows. I don't want to burn everything in one show.
2: <laughs>
1: so we might have a bit of a shorter show today, but I promise it's going to be... Uh, uh, I got so much that I think would be great coming down the pipeline. It's going to be it's fucking awesome. Um, but I wanted to do... Before I get to this, I, I wanted to do this show with you because... I didn't know, honestly, what mood I was going to show up in um, because of, you know, like I said at the top of the show uh, about my brother. Listen, um, we could sum it up with Blue Monday. It's uh, It's been a hard day. It's Exactly. Even, and,
0: I, you know, even regardless of knowing all this knowledge, I had such a low energy day today. I don't know about you, but like, man, it was just not happening today.
1: I was all over the downtown, but uh, you know what? Honestly, you know, I mean, I'll address it now. I switched jobs in the in the new year. No, I'm not going to tell you who I work for, and I, I'm not going to tell you who I used to work for because I'm really turned over a new leaf, and I'm all about not burning bridges. But um, I will say that my new employers are... They're fucking awesome people, man. I, I love working there. It's 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 just a more enjoyable position. I'm not stressed out. I'm not uh ripping my hair out, not that I have much of any left. Uh um, listen, eventually you you could use that. I've got plenty. I'm jealous <laughs> um, again you know, not,
0: again not a visual medium so you know nobody can see my
1: hey listen I'll tell you uh, real quick you know when I found out that I was having m- my daughter when I was 19 years old, I started balding at that exact second
0: <laughs> and that makes sense that's stressful I understand
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't even know what the fuck I was saying but uh, you know, so things are changing, a lot's changed, and and um and I guess fuck I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, um I came across a Toronto Homeless Resource List um Phil that I, I wanted to read off because you know, God forbid our listeners maybe 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 some of them are on house or on the verge of being on house and they're not aware of the services. And I wanted to read some, if you've got time, I'll read them all off. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, because this is all about helping people. I mean, yeah, we're, we're here to, we're here to entertain people as well, but, and also hold John Tory accountable, but, um, we're also here to help people. Right. I think whatever we can do in our capacity, you know, like,
2: <laughs>
1: so in the downtown West slash Parkdale, it has listed here, the Dale ministries at 201 Cowan Avenue. Um, they have a phone number, takeaway services only meals are Monday at 1 p.m. Thursday at 10 a.m. Parkdale Activity Recreation Center, fourteen ninety nine Queen Street West. Um, Saint Francis Table open indoors during meal times. Thirteen twenty two Queen Street West, um, and it has meal times for all these, but I'm not going to read them off because uh, some of them are quite long. Um, We have the St. Felix 24-Hour Respite at 69 Fraser Avenue, Uh, the Bonaire Parkdale Presbyterian Church at 250 Dunn, the Masaryk Cowan Center at 220 Cowan, the Allen A. Lamport Stadium, 1155 King Street West. Now in the downtown West Bloor Court Village, we have the Native Youth Resource Center. At 655 Bloor Street West, we have the Christie Ossington Neighbor Center, Neighborhood Center drop-in at 854 Bloor Street West, we have something called Sistering at 962 Bloor Street West, Westmoreland Parkette 760 Dovercourt Road, in the downtown West Spadina, Kensington, Queen, Queen West area, we have the Evergreen Center for Youth, 365 Spadina Avenue, Scott Mission, 502 Spadina Avenue. Church of St. Stephen in the Fields, 103 Bellevue. I think that's how you say it, Avenue. Uh, St. Felix Centre, 25 Augusta Avenue. The Corner Drop-In, 260 Augusta Avenue. Uh, Evangel Hall, 552 Adelaide Street West. St. Thomas' Church, 383 Huron Street. Toronto Lawyers Feed the Hungry, one thirty queen street west the meeting place 588 queen street west ymca wagner green 7 Venali street um trinity community center 155 crawford street trinity bellwoods park 790 queen street west clarence square 25 clarence square nathan phillips square 100 queen street west i don't know why that's on there uh the downtown center young corridor uh church of the holy trinity um 19 trinity square uh saint james cathedral 65 church street church of the redeemer 162 Bloor street west the 519 which is uh 519 church avenue <clears throat> the Fred Victor Women's 24/7 drop in, 67 Adelaide Street uh, Street East. Uh, something called Sanctuary at 25 Charles Street East. Covenant House at 20 Gerard Street East, Seeds of Hope, uh, Six Joseph Street, St. Basil's 50 St. Joseph Street. Uh, Wellesley Community Center, 495 Sherburne Street rosedale valley 500 rosedale valley road and union station 65 front street which i don't understand why that's on there um seton house is not on here that's weird what a weird list just some i'm i'm probably i'm sure there's omissions but just some resources for any of our listeners or family of our listeners that are experiencing down times. I mean, Phil and I can be funny, we can be entertaining, but we want to be helpful as well, because as you guys all know, Phil ran in the election, he intends to run again. I am probably doing going to do something and it's not for the money and it's not for the fame. It's for the simple fact of helping people, you know, I don't know how Phil feels, but I want to rip down the gardener and use this, the money that we're going to save to reset every unhoused person in this city, to their former life. You know, I'd love to take a big chunk of the police budget, not defunding them, but actually retooling the budget. And cause there's a big difference, as I said last week between reactive measures and proactive measures. And I'm pretty sure you can apply that same logic to pretty much every file that the city controls. We're we're doing stuff reactively instead of proactively. What the fuck do we need more TTC special constables for? Absolutely nothing. To beat the fuck out of someone who's trying, who can't pay three dollars and twenty five cents, or someone who's just trying to escape the cold. fucking ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous terms they want to spend so what is it they hired what 20 20, was it 20 extra uh, constables
0: and uh, I can't remember did I do this like with Hope last week where I thought like the quick math of how many people you'd have to catch for that job to be worth it
1: so hold on quick math for me You're you're because I've got all this set up here what's well, okay. uh what's 20 times uh let's let's be generous and say they're gonna earn 70,000 because that's 70,000 so what's 20 times 70,000 what is it uh that
0: 14 million
1: no 1.4 million
0: oh no where do we start oh 70 sorry seventy seventy thousand 70,000
1: times 20 no
0: you're right, you're right. Uh 1.4 million.
1: 1.4 million. But that's that's not what that's not what the TTC budget's being upped. No, it's, it's it's being upped more. So either they're getting paid more or even still, okay, let's go with 1.4 million. So they want to spend 1.4 million on 20 new officers so that they can break down people and save $3.25 a head. For the people that choose to not pay. So you get caught on the subway, TTC bus, whatever the fuck. You'll get a ticket. What is it? A $75 ticket. Uh, If you can't pay it, you're not going to pay it. Most people probably don't pay it. What the fuck is... What can happen to you if you don't pay the ticket? I mean, your, for me, you lose, you lose your driver's license. No, that's yeah. okay, not. <laughs> not if you don't have one.
0: It's it's like it's such a weird. It's you know you're right on that thing, where someone who's not paying the TTC fare, they're not going to be able to pay like the ticket, or even I like, more what you're saying, not even about their ability to, they they would choose not to. And what would be the consequences of that? Seems like nothing. Although I do still want to talk about the just the unfairness of say a parking ticket, which is thirty-five dollars, I think.
1: Parking ticket. Yeah. Um I think it's forty-five. Either way, so that versus
0: uh a fair evasion ticket which I believe is three or four hundred dollars is my understanding really Yeah,
2: I, I believe I it was 75 the wow.
1: you know the is, problem it, is, with it, me is, is it hold on is it three or four hundred dollars after they beat the fuck out of the guy <laughs> good question
0: you know the problem with me is I'll like say a number that I think is the case and as soon as someone is like is that the number I'm never confident enough in myself to be like Yes, oh yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Immediately, you're like, are those the numbers? No, I don't think so, sir. I'm wrong. Please don't hate me. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but that's my understanding of what the numbers are. And even if it's 75, it just, it feels like that unfairness of like, because you know the kind of people who are taking transit versus the people who are driving.
2: Yeah.
1: <sighs> it's just yeah. this city is so fucked up, and it's been not like that for so long. And this election was, su- it was supposed to be promising, and it's 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 like it's like I'm stuck watching bad reruns.
0: It's like you see every bad decision coming from John Tory, and it's just. It's exhausting to be like, this is the next four years. God, that's dark.
1: I just pray that he he keeps his word and he does not run again. I I don't know what to be honest, I don't
0: know if and I don't know, it happens every time. But like I don't think the incumbency can keep him going after the city. I feel like a lot of people are feeling the effects of the city. They have to be, and so, so I'm. I'm hoping that means that people are waking up to the idea that oh shit, maybe political participation is how we get rid of this.
1: So before we play our game, I do have one one more question, and then we'll get on to the game because it's a it's a guessing game. But okay. um, all right, um, one final question. Let's for argument's sake say john tory actually fucking keeps his word for once and doesn't come back forget everyone else that is not on council just the council members if you had to pick one council member that you think would be the quote-unquote heir apparent who would you pick for the mayor yes from our
0: current our current council yes You know, I I sort of feel like Josh Matlow I feel like he's sort of got that I almost want to say um, in a in a very strange way and I, I wonder how much he would appreciate me saying this, but a bit of the Rob Ford uh, energy where it's like he he will he pushes back strong against John Tory. You know, like he has that adversarial, uh, like he'll fight, and I I feel like that's a good thing. I, again, I don't know how much he would appreciate me saying that, but like I I think he might be a good mayoral candidate. I didn't I,
1: say I didn't say good. I said the most likely. Oh, but but I like what you're thinking. I like Josh Matlow. My I my honest-
0: sad guess. My my I don't wanna will it into existence
1: <laughs> is Gary Crawford.
0: Like knew just be like I knew you were gonna <laughs> say like, Gary set me up just like all right, John Torres, God, I'm I'm next in line, I'm Gary Crawford, I'm a suit. I knew
1: me. you were gonna say Gary Crawford. <laughs> You're not gonna <laughs> like who I think it might be.
0: Okay, all right. No, I'm ready. I'm excited.
1: It's your boy, Mr. Stephen Holiday. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. I did not think you
0: know, I I don't I don't think he can get it though. I know What's that's that? not necessarily what you're saying. I just I don't think he has that. I think it was, I think it was you or someone else who kind of told me about the, the family dynasty, like the yes, holidays. That was that was me. But I think that has to only exist in Etobicoke. I don't think that would be a citywide appeal. I uh, you don't... know the
1: same thing. The same thing was said about ford nation oh shit true. true 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 good point good point it's it's funny you know i just thought about uh one of our mutual friends the way he pronounces stephen Holiday's name he goes holly or uh, holy day <laughs> I'm, I'm like no it's 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 holiday like <laughs> like the holiday like like the dance. <laughs> you can you can take inspiration from those all right are you ready for the guessing game I'm excited. What's going on? Did you hear that? I played a cheering sound. I hope it went through. Anyway. um, Okay. I'm not going to give you the counselor name or the ward because you'll guess it. But you're going to you're going to so for you get seven cracks at at the barrel or seven swings or whatever the fuck. So we're looking for number of years as a city councillor, not using your computer. <laughs> Fair. And, All right. and, and then a bonus point, if you can guess the year they were elected. Oh, shit. Okay. Or I guess, okay. Um, I am going to give you the name and the word because otherwise you won't guess it. Obviously, I just thought about that now. I'm like, that, that, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, so Seven Cracks. Are you, are you ready? Okay. Counselor Ainsley. Looking oh, for, okay. Looking for the number of years he's been in office as a city council and the year he was elected. Oh, shit. You know? Uh,
0: all right, I mean, terms are four years, so uh, I really just have to kind of do it that way mathematically. But, oh, shit. Paul Ainsley. How (laughs) new? What You know what? I'm going to take a crack and say Paul Ainsley is You know what? My first two guesses. He's either only a two-term counselor and was elected in 2014 or he's a three-term counselor elected in 2010.
1: Wrong on both.
0: Shit, really?
1: He is, uh, he's had 17 years and he was elected in 2006. Wow. These are all different numbers. None of these numbers are the same. So close. If I just went one further. Okay. Here we are. Here's a give me Francis Nunziata.
0: Okay. I 1988. Correct. Oh, yeah. And I only remember that because I remember, uh, you got to give I me think...
1: the, the number of years as well.
0: Oh, 1988, so 34.
1: Well, 35, but yes. Oh. Because we, because the calendar flip, but I'll let that one pass. So I'll only do that because that's so, the whole so, idea. So out of four points, you have two. Oh,
2: nice. Okay, all right. I'll take that. You ready?
1: As much as I don't want to give him any publicity, <clears throat> Michael Thompson. Thompson.
0: Oh. Um, you know, 2002 20 years five terms
1: well it, it, technically it's 2003 but 20 years is correct we're splitting hairs here but i'll give you the point so now you I got. feel like four. the
0: spirit is correct
1: you got you got four out of six
0: that's pretty good i'm that's not bad
1: mike cole ward eight mike cole i think he's
0: <clears throat> he's an old bastard um I didn't say it so casually. Um, okay. I'm I'm going to guess 1998, 25 years.
1: Wrong. He was an MPP, yes, but for oh. city council, uh, five years because this That's is it? his fifth year because he was elected in 2018.
0: Oh, he's brand new.
1: Well, you know, not anymore, but... Wow. Ready? Yes. Counselor Robinson. Jay Robinson.
0: You know, I think she might just be a 2010. That's a 12, 13 year.
1: Correct on both. So that's... uh... Six out of ten. This is pretty good, and you can
0: you can tell I'm not I'm not looking anything up because I'm answering too quickly. Your boy, Gary Crawford.
1: No, your oh. other boy, Stephen Holliday.
0: I, I keep forgetting at which boy <laughs> you're referring to. I've got too many boys, but Stephen <laughs> Holliday. I feel like he was a mid two thousands elect. So I'm going uh, I'll to guess I'll guess 2006, 17 years. No. Shit. Uh,
1: 2014, 9 years. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. All right. He came in. Oh, he came in with John Tory. Okay. Yeah. 6 out of 12. Uh, wait. Yeah. 6 out of 12. So here we go. This will Take you take you past fifty percent so you pass if you get this one right. Ooh. Uh Nick Mantis. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. These were all different years. I never oh. picked I told okay, you I, okay. I said these are all different years and different uh uh election dates. So not one is uh the same as the other.
0: Oh okay okay, um. So actually, I don't think I've said, or rather, I've guessed. I just guessed two thousand six, but um, because he didn't fit it, I'm gonna guess two thousand six. Seventeen years.
1: No. Kids. Nick Nick Mantis two thousand twenty one two years, because he was oh. he was he was he got the by election and then he was reelected this past October garbage that's good though six out of 14 for phil wait is that is there no more no more damn it because because either they were the same years and oh, okay the same, i got gotcha, you gotcha. and, and the same amount of uh, like the same election year or like they're too new like uh all of our new counselors yeah th- those would have been too easy for me
0: but oh
1: <laughs> so close
0: I, I feel like that was pretty good. Pretty solid.
1: I like that game.
0: Now, the Nunziata the one, I only knew because uh, Chiara specifically had said that she was in office since before she was born.
1: Yes. <laughs> I but love I
0: re- that. I,
1: re- I remember that. I love that. So... For our listeners, let's tell them what uh, what we have upcoming in the next few weeks. We have Nick Kosovan joining us next week. Um, on your end, were you able to um, – do you have something in the works?
0: Uh, not yet. You... I will work on it for this week. If I get it, we can talk about it next week.
1: That's amazing. And I might have something in the works – but we'll see. Um, I'm not going to name drop until I can confirm it. That's why I dropped Nick Kosovan's name because that's confirmed. We got him. We got the boy. <sighs> um, this has been a blast, man. Uh, do you have anything to add before we get out of here? Do you want to go on another Twitter rant? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, listen. I will. I will do all of my Twitter ranting on Twitter. Uh, for any of you who are listening but are somehow not following me and my my great political ramblings on Twitter at @pj4to that was my political campaign twitter and now it is my yell about politics twitter
1: awesome and um you know i want to take this opportunity uh someone that i followed that i endorsed in the election uh that ran in ward 10 stephanie solterman she she finally came to twitter so welcome to twitter stephanie and uh hopefully we can get her on the show soon um i know she's quite busy but hopefully we can get her on the show soon uh for me uh you know you can catch me uh what the fuck is it it's uh (laughs) uh the municipals it's at the municipals or you can catch me on my personal one i really it doesn't matter to me it's uh at matthewking511 if you want to hear some or see some depressing shit in the next two months, follow me because I, I promise you it'll be there <laughs> alternatively, if you want to
0: see a lot of, you know, nonsense about Pokemon, you can also follow my personal account at Literally Noodle. but, you know, that's you funny. don't have to do that one
1: because <laughs> it funny. literally is just Pokemon that's funny I was never into Pokemon when I was a poke, po, uh, Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> Pokemans. <laughs> when I was That's a right. kid. Um for me it was uh oh fuck I was all over the place.
0: I feel like you would have been a Transformers kid.
1: Um honestly I I liked the Batman cartoon uh, but
0: the sort of 19... Was it 90s? The animated Early series.
1: 90s? It was the animated series. not No, not that live-action shit where they punch and then the word bubble comes up. No, no, it no, says, no. but it was, no. it was like
0: Mark Hamill voicing Joker. I have no
1: idea. Oh, I'm pretty
0: sure. <laughs> Anyways, I'm pretty sure that is what I'm
1: And then, to, and then or what you're the, pa- the Power Rangers were amazing, but only the first season. After right, that, because of course was, I blew
0: your mind with the Neo Turbo, Lost in Space, Galaxy... <laughs> um not that i've watched any of them uh they've got a lot of a lot of power rangers it's fun again i don't
1: know any of it but i know their names that's amazing uh so we're gonna get out of here now i'm gonna go back to uh you know my kids got me a 2000 piece puzzle of the infinity saga so it has All the covers from the Infinity, all the movie covers from the Infinity Saga uh, together uh, as a 2,000 piece puzzle. So I'm enjoying that.
0: Nice.
1: So we're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys next week Uh, for the Municipals. Don't miss us. We come out every Wednesday starting at 6 a.m. And uh, you never know what the hell we're going to say because there's nothing more dangerous than a live mic in my hand. Of course, True we're not enough. live. We're not live, live because we're we're taped. But fuck we're you, real what... people. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Anyway, so for Phil, thank you guys for joining us, and we will catch you on the other side.
0: Part-time mayor, he sucks.
1: My answer was that would be yes and no.
0: My tummy hurts, and I'm mad at the government. Fuck Kathleen Wynn. Sorry to uh, to point that finger at you.
1: You're saying council wouldn't approve it, and two, you're robbing them of their their voice.
0: It's it's he's already he's already failed to hold it.